Hi, this is Pastor Tom, and we are starting today a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We're actually continuing in this chapter as we begin to go through it, a look that we began last week at how to deal with the feelings that we sometimes have of inadequacy in ministry as we're serving other people. What do you do when you have self-doubt? What do you do when you feel like, I don't know if I have it in me to do this that God's asking me to do, to serve in this way? Well, there are four responses to all kinds of doubts, but it's also true about self-doubt. One response is to listen to your doubts. So you start agreeing, I really am not capable, I really am not able. And you have this pity party, you know, pity party, it's when you bring the shades in your house all together so it gets really dark and you just sit all alone and usually chocolate's involved somehow and you have this pity party. You're kicking yourself, you're putting yourself down, you're scolding yourself, you're calling yourself names. You're the goat. Well, stop calling yourself names. Start calling on God's name. And we're going to talk this week as we look through this chapter at how you do that. You can listen to your doubts. Other people, you can try to ignore your doubts. Now, listening to your doubts makes them big, but trying to ignore your doubts makes them even bigger. Thomas wanted to do this. He doubted that Jesus was resurrected, but Jesus forced him to face his doubts. Look at my hands. Look at my side, he said. So you have to face them. Ignoring them, they just grow bigger and bigger in that corner. Other people, they try to lie to their doubts. You confront them and you say, well, they're just not real. But your doubts really are real. You really do have those feelings. And you can only lie for so long. You can't lie to your doubts by running this tape over and over in your mind or even an actual physical audio over and over that says, I can do anything. I can do anything. Deep down, you know you can't. Deep down, you know that there's things you cannot do. So lying to your doubts doesn't work. Ignoring your doubts doesn't work. Listening to your doubts doesn't work. What does work? What works is telling your doubts the truth and acting on that truth. The truth is what you need to deal with doubt. So you tell your doubts the truth, and then you act on that truth. You start with the truth. You start with the truth. Now, you may be thinking, well, I know the truth, but it's not enough. Well, you may know the truth, but you you have to then act on the truth. Many believers that I know are stuck because they know the truth, but they're not acting on it in any way. Find some small way, some small place that you can act on that truth. And we're going to talk about some truths that you can act on this week. We're going to talk this week together about what makes us feel competent for the task of ministry, because it's a huge task, the task of serving others and making a difference for Jesus' name. What makes you feel competent for that? People try to build feelings of competence in themselves, apart from God, in two different ways. One is self-promotion, I build myself up, and the other is external promotion, I try to get other people to build me up. Self-promotion is usually a sign of a sharp and deep struggle with inferiority in somebody's life. If you see somebody who's promoting themselves a lot, almost 100% of the time, you know they're struggling with feelings of inadequacy, of inferiority. In fact, here in chapter three, beginning in verses one to three, Paul notes He's going to note for us as we walk through this the true birthplace of genuine confidence, godly kind of confidence. But he begins by talking about the need not to try to build false confidence into our lives, human confidence. Listen to what he says in verses 1 to 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everybody. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. 
Now, Paul talks in these verses about letters, and he talks about letters of recommendation. In that day, a professional teacher would have a letter of recommendation that he would take to the next city, telling everybody that he was a good teacher. And Paul says, I don't need to build myself up this way. I don't need to commend myself. I don't need self-promotion. And I don't need letters from others. I don't need promotion from others. In fact, what he says here is very important when it comes to ministry. He says, you are our letter. What God's doing in your life, how God's changing your life, how you're serving God, that's our letter. And he's telling us something extremely important here. The answer to your feelings of inadequacy is to look past yourself to serving others. As long as you keep looking at yourself and trying to build yourself up through self-promotion or looking to somebody else to try to build you up through their promotion, you're not going to get enough promotion to get to a place of feeling adequate for the task. What you do when you feel inadequate for ministry is you look around and you think, who can I serve? You look past yourself to serve others. If you're feeling right now incapable for the task that God has put before you, the question is, who can you serve today? Who can you serve? Instead of getting someone to write something good about you to make you feel better about yourself or writing something great about yourself to make you feel better about yourself, I mean, that's what the internet is for, right? To write good things about ourselves. Instead of doing that, you write something into somebody else's life by encouraging them, by serving them, by ministering to them. Because the result of your ministry, Paul talks about that here, The result of your ministry is not the applause of others or the recognition of others. The result of your ministry isn't even meant to be a personal sense of self-satisfaction. The result of ministry is changed lives. Paul says, you are our letter. And when you begin to live for that, you begin to defeat feelings of inadequacy. And whenever I begin to sense feelings of inadequacy rising up again in my life, I'm reminded that what I need to do is turn back to living for changed lives. Now, as we walk through these verses, Paul talked about two specific things regarding changed lives. First, he said, when I look at your life, we've written into your life. He says it's written with the Spirit, and he says it's written not on tablets of stone, but in the human heart. That's all about changed lives. It's written not with ink. It's not with something temporary. It's not with something human, but it's written with the Spirit. God's the one who changes the life. We just get to be involved in the process. And then he says it's written not on tablets of stone, but in the human heart. Now we're gonna see what he's talking about as we walk through this chapter, tablets of stone. He's gonna talk about the 10 commandments where letters were written, tablets of stone, the law was written, but it didn't get to the human heart. It didn't change lives. It showed the people of Israel where they were wrong, but it never made them right with God. And Paul says, because of Jesus, I have the opportunity to write on somebody's heart, to write on somebody's life. So when you look at what Paul has to say in these verses, He's talking about what I do when I feel inadequate. And I certainly understand that. I would just say to you very genuinely as we walk through this chapter this week that one of my great struggles in life is feelings of inadequacy. And how do I deal with those? How do I walk through those? And so this chapter and the next chapter we're gonna look at are powerful chapters in my own life about how do we deal with this. And it begins with this. When you feel inadequate, you don't try to build yourself up. You don't try to get somebody else to build you up. You look for somebody to serve. That's the way out of feelings of inadequacy. Let's take a minute to pray together. And as we pray, would you just look to Jesus and say, Jesus, in those times when I feel like I'm not capable for the moment or for the task, I pray that instead of reacting in pride, instead of reacting in fear, looking for someone to build me up or trying to build myself up in the sight of others. 
that instead I'd look for someone who needs encouragement, someone who needs strengthening. In fact, even today, Lord, put someone in my path that in Jesus' name I can serve because of my love for you. Would you give me the strength, Jesus? Would you give me a new way of looking at things? I ask this in your name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to look together at another powerful way that we defeat feelings of inadequacy. (laughs) 